This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, who needs a bit of a haircut actually. Yep, Andy Goldstein. I'll be getting a haircut, don't worry. It's uh, every third Thursday is when I have them. And today, of course, it's Tuesday. Well, you can do the math. And a big old podcast coming your way if you've got plans maybe in the next half hour. And you're thinking, yeah, I'll download the podcast and in half an hour's time I'll be free. You probably won't be. It probably goes on a little bit longer. But if there's so much goodness in it, it's worth being late. Even if it's like a job interview or you're going to meet someone on a first date or, um, no, that's it. You let one of those two things is, I imagine, what you've got in your day. Anyway, it begins with Stuart Psycho Pierce. Don't call him that. He'll go psycho. He was on the Sports Breakfast Show with Laura Woods. Hold on, what? Alan Brazil was in? You're joking, so Woods here at the day. Well, I do apologise. I stand corrected. So, it was Alan Brazil on the Breakfast Show alongside Jamie O'Hara talking to Stuart Pearce this morning, or yesterday morning now, explaining why he hasn't returned to the London Stadium since Chris Moyles rejoined. I think the owners felt I was a little bit critical with the regime when we left last time and, uh, and put the block on it. I'm delighted for David. I spoke with David in the lead up to sort of him going in and he was keen for me to come and join him. But it's not to be. But the one thing I would say, I'm absolutely delighted that they've had a U-turn and decided to go back to Dave. Because I've always said that I saw it firsthand, what a good job he done yeah. there last time in a tough, tough situation as well. And I'm delighted for him. Now, of course, it was a busy old night on Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. And, of course, the first part of the show is predominantly a phone... Well, not predominantly, it is. It's a phone-in show. Oh, wait, 71... It doesn't matter, there's no point saying it now. It's, I mean, you're listening to a podcast, you're not going to call in. Well, you could call in now, but the show's not on, unless you're listening at 10pm. And in which case, stop now and go and listen live. Anyway, people phoned up who were Arsenal and Leeds fans because, of course, there was a big FA Cup game. And it was live on TalkSport, don't you know? Yeah, a little bit of niggle creeping in the game. Just watched a replay there around the uh, halfway line. Lacazette just lashing out into one of the midfield players of Leeds. Jason, I'm disappointed in you for the first time, actually. For the oh, first yeah, time ever. I think for you to shout uh, for a penalty, uh, for a red card for Lacazette mm-hmm. is so poor from you. I can't believe that. I can't believe what you just said. Well, what's the difference between what he did and what Son did against Chelsea? 
I, I didn't. I, I didn't think it was a red card for Son either. That's like just well, so important. Okay, but if, if Son, get, but if Son gets a red card, then then why can't Lacazette? He kicked him. Yeah, but did you see that? Before, what happened before? It was like ridiculous. They either held onto his leg for the whole. It should have been a foul. Yeah, but I'm just saying he kicked him. He held onto. He's held onto his leg for the whole for like a good but that's, thirty seconds or whatever. It but, was. That, but so what? He kicked him. Yeah, but it wasn't a real. It wasn't an actual kick, was it? It was like a little. No, it was. It he kicked, no, he, no, sorry, he kicked him. <laughs> no, he did. No, honestly, he, he, he did. He kicked him. You know what? You're, you're, you know, you're you're an advocate for the game being too soft now. Like, I know you. You know, and 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 you don't like the whole soft stuff, and you're calling for that. It's so poor. No, no, no I think so what he's saying. I think he's saying by by the letter of the law, Lee, that's a red card. Yeah, yeah. no, man, like, that's not really a red card. No, it is. By the letter of the I'm law, it is, Lee. I'm sorry. If you kick someone, you're going to get... There's a chance you could get sent off. And I'm surprised that when VAR looked at it, he didn't get a red card. I'm surprised. Now, are you going to... If it, is it soft? Yes, I'll agree it is. I thought Sons was soft. But, unfortunately, if you lash out and kick out and it gets caught and VAR looks at it, there is a very strong chance you're yeah. going to see a red card. And I'm amazed that Lacazette didn't. I'm not saying that he... That I believe in the... I, personally, I'd like to see the game being given a little bit more... Freedom to not kick players, but not soft reds. But the letter of the law, Lee. I think it. I, it wasn't. It wasn't even like malicious. It couldn't have broken his leg or anything like Doesn't that. Doesn't have it to be. Lee, can, Lee, can I ask? Lee, are you? Are you? Just so I know who you are. Are you arguing with the law or are you arguing with Jason's view on it? A bit, a bit of both. I mean, a lot. The the thing is, it's gone a little bit silly. We all know it's gone a little bit silly. That isn't. You know, it, that should never be a red card, and some shouldn't have been a red card. It's not. It's not. Like completely dangerous, not reckless. It's not anything really. You can assess it on a na- on you know on the basis of how severe it could be, definitely. But but also Jason's opinion on it is, yeah, I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed. Well, let's go back to the moose. He has got the Arsenal manager alongside him. I have Mikel Arteta is alongside me. First of all, that was a hard night at the office for your team. Yes, uh, we talked about it. We knew that uh, they are one of the top sides in England. They battled every team every three days in the championship. And uh, I know the manager well and how he, what he demands to the players. And I knew it was going to be exactly like this. Is it a bit strong for me to say first half your team were outplayed? Absolutely. They were outplayed first of all in terms of attitude, in terms of rhythm, in terms of winning every battle, every duel. They go man-to-man. If you don't win the duels against them, they make you look like a, a small team, you know? And I think the first duel we won, it was after 32 or 33 minutes, I think. The one thing you, I would say is you showed tonight what you are as a manager because your team came out second half, looked completely different, mm-hmm. press, closed down, mm-hmm. and probably actually on the second half display did deserve to win. Yes, I think it was uh, two completely different teams. Um, it's good for me as well to understand how they respond to when they lose a game, when they win a game. And obviously I will learn as well how I have to treat them afterwards. But uh, as well, I learned that they can react, you know. And what three or four days ago, everybody said it's a physical issue in the second half that we drop off. Today we finish like animals, pressing and going and winning every duel and attacking and wanting to score the second goal. And this is the team I want to see in the pitch. Now, of course, it was a big old day on Talk Sport 2, as it was day four of the second test. It was Darren Goff and Manners, and alongside them were two people making their commentary debut. Rob Beckett, the brilliant comedian, and the equally brilliant comedian, Romesh... <clears throat> Romesh... Romesh... Brilliant stuff. So, Rabada coming in for his next one. 
Sibley plays it away to his left there fairly safely. Gets a single. Beautiful work from him. Whoa, hang on a minute here. Yeah, do I need to back that up? Absolutely spot on. Fantastic oh, yes. analysis. Rabada runs in. It's just a leg side delivery. Just clipped off the leg of Dom Sibley. Where he's been so strong uh, throughout this test match, Dom Sibley, on anything that drifts onto leg stump. Yes, uh... England feeling looking very very comfortable here as uh, as the score ticks on. We're all wondering what they're gonna what they're gonna do. The strategy is unknown to us. We can only guess, uh, and I would guess with very little knowledge if it was me. Uh, Rabada comes in for his next delivery. Is he getting frustrated? We'll see. Oh, straight down his throat there. Unbelievably grabbed for it, but to no avail. <laughs> Am I watching a different game? <laughs> It was a short ball from Rabada. It was a punch he almost tried to pull from Ben Stokes, but he didn't quite catch it. He went back past the bowler. He got one run for it. Yeah, he did. It was sort of down his throat. England on 292 for four. They lead by 338 uh, as Rabada steams in again. Oh, he's left that. He's left that. There's no... There's no there's no buffet ball there. Very tight. No point going for that. They're still on the air, Romesh. Uh, and uh, that's the, the end of the over. Uh, They're all wandering they, off, aren't they? There's a drinks break. It's a drinks break. There's a robot on the pitch. There's What's drinks, that? Drinks break and a segue. It's a segue. Uh, uh, yes, they're having a little bit of a break. Coffee? Yeah, it's time for drinks here at the Newlands. They're having a short break. What other sports, uh, guys, do you have a, a drinks break every every hour <laughs> this is the kind of sports i'd like to get involved with I think. <laughs> it's it's not i like I, I tell you what i'm a big fan of drinks and meal breaks that's that's one of the big things of cricket for me i love it will it be strictly drinks or may they pop back a little snack at this stage oh yeah jelly beans bananas oh go for a jelly bean and a banana not at the same time no it's one or the other yeah. no one's bo boshing back a banana and free jelly but yeah, jelly you, beans are you, they you can't have a uh, burger and chips at this this stage or a pint um it tends to be Rehydrate, doesn't it? A little bit of that and a little bit of water. Uh, the England players, the tactics, the two guys in the yellow bibs. Um, you can't see, obviously, because we're on radio, but there's yeah. two guys come out with yellow bibs. They're going to be, uh, they're the substitutes, and basically they might relay some tactics that come from the captain, Joe Root, telling him how they want to play. South Africa are having a huddle and discussing how bad a morning they've had so far, because it's not been a good morning for South Africa, has no. it? No, it has not. And it's, it feels very delicately poised, Goffey. If, if you were in charge, what would your thinking be on, on in England? How many runs? that they need to get up on the board before they can uh, hand over? Well, I think they've got enough now, but I... Hand uh, over? Yeah, hand over. Declare. Declare. Declare That's the I mean. one. Yes, yeah. um, how do you think we got on with the commentary? Could you give us some feedback? It was a start. <laughs> yep. Yep. Definitely. I think um, a few, a bit more knowledge on the field positions from you, Rob. Okay, sure. Okay. Uh, lots of men on the boundary doesn't really convey to the listener. Because mm. remember, you've got to be the listener's eyes. Sure. Okay. When you start commentary, you need to imagine some family members in a room that you're describing the action to. Imagine some people you know, friends and family, mm. that's mm. where you start. Then you add some strangers, then you add some neighbours, then you add some, some real blind people into this imaginary room that you're okay, talking to. So you Sounds are like the there. worst stag do ever. Sounds rammed. <laughs> 
<laughs> one bumping into each other. So, so you need to. Cause there are people driving now yeah. around the UK and, and around uh, wherever they may be, sitting in their lounge listening. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. And so you need to describe exactly what's happening. Information is the key thing, yeah. but describe what you're seeing now. So, what about what about Ramesh? What? How would he get on? Uh, better. Oh, right. okay, that's fine. I'm afraid you'd be in second place, Rob. Yeah, you got off to a great start. Mm. The first yeah, but ball, the you second one, just, it so well. The if, second if one, I'd you were disappointed. If I'd have retired yeah. after the first ball, that would have been great, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. You'd have got a bafta for that. <laughs> and you can download Talksport's cricket podcast. Blimey, another podcast. We got in there. Just read on. Okay, fine. Uh, you can download that podcast once the test match is done and dusted. I mean, it's pointless doing it now. It's not over. It's called Following On. Oh, I like that. It's very clever because that's what you call it. That's a cricket in terms of... I mean, you could have called it How's That? That's probably been done. Or um, you could call it LBW, but, I mean, that doesn't mean anything, does it, apart from Leg Before Wicket? Or you could call it, I don't know, Deep Fine Leg. Actually, no, that's a DVD I still have from Jason Cunningham. Must give him that back. Anyway, it's with Mark Butcher. This is following on, not the one I've got off Cundy. Darren Goff and Steve Harmson, or Harmy, for a review of the second test. So download that when it's done and dusted. No one uses that terminology anymore. Right, time now for Jamie O'Hara. And this is his reason as to why there were plenty of empty seats in the FA Cup third round matches on the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show with Laura Wood. No, sorry, <clears throat> I forgot. Big Al turned up, didn't he? For me, with the attendances, it's easy to say, oh, you know, that they're disrespecting the FA Cup. But you've got to look at it as well on this for me, Al, is one, a lot of people spend a lot of money over Christmas. You know, so it's not easy to, it's not cheap to go and watch certain games. Mm. And if you're a season ticket holder, you won't have the FA Cup as part of your ticket. You know, you only get the, you know, the league games. So, you know, so they will probably think, oh, I'll give this one a miss. So then you've got people that, you know, are going to it and thinking, do I go? Am I not? Am I? They've, they'll probably make a lot of changes. So you're going to see a lot of teams and a lot of fans go, this is one that I'll just think I'll miss. And it, it's hard. But that's just the nature of it because we've had so much football, you know, with all the fixtures over Christmas and everyone knows the traditional Boxing Day games, you know, New Year's Day games. And then you have one weekend where, you know, it's one where you think we'll give this one a miss. Time now to head over to the mid-morning show with, of course, Jim White and Natalie Sawyer. And Danny Murphy was in the studio slamming... Everton for their performance against Liverpool. Sla he was slamming. Have a listen to Murphy slamming Everton. Some of those Everton players need to look in the mirror today. Lack of energy, lack of desire. Step out, press, go and try and get, you know, especially the reaction after going a goal down. You know, risk it. But you're talking about FA Cup in a Merseyside derby. I mean, step out from the midfield areas, press higher. Liverpool comfortable on the ball, 10, 20 yards of space, knocking it about like a testimonial after being 1-0 up. It was embarrassing. Now, that that, that could be, um, you know, you can look at a manager in terms of his tactics, but ultimately, the players on the pitch, you, you react, you know, the passion kicks in, you, you, the anger, the frustration, the desire all yeah. kicks in. Now, whether they weren't fit enough, um, and some of them also, the, the physical attributes of somebody having played, especially in the middle of the park, didn't have the legs to get about. Now, of course, there's a big game of football on tonight. That is the Carabao Cup semi-final first leg at Old Trafford Manchester United against Man City and a reminder you can have your say after that game is finished providing Man United win on Andy Goldstein's sports bar from 10pm this is the manager of Manchester United 
Oli Gunnar Solskjaer looking ahead to that big game, which is live on TalkSport. I think form goes out the window when when we play each other. It's uh, you'll go on uh, on the local uh, derby, adrenaline and uh, the the atmosphere that that's going to be important. And on any given any given day, any given game, can change uh, within within a moment. A referee's decision or uh, some luck, uh, an injury or a red card. So, but we know they're uh, they're a top team. And I've said it before. I've admired Pep's teams. They've they've raised the bar so much since Pep came. Uh, the standards he's set and their team has set is something for us to uh, to aim for. There are two games, so we have to uh, to know that when this game's finished, it's half time. We've still got to go to uh, to Etihad and uh, finish the job off if we do well uh, tomorrow. All right. So yeah, definitely, it's. Uh, it's a two-game tie, but we uh, we just focus on this one now because it's still three weeks until the next one. That's, of course, Manchester United against Manchester City. It's the Carabao Cup semi-final first leg. Coverage starts on TalkSport from 7pm. It's Mark Saggers. I'm on at seven! I just said that, Saggers. Stop shouting. He presents from Old Trafford. I'm from Old Trafford! I... Will you shut up? Just... <clears throat> Apologies. Commentaries from Sam Matterface and Danny Mills and Trevor Sinclair. Right, we can head over now to Hawksby and Jacob, where they were doing stuff on Monday. I am Britain's worst online shopper. Are you really? So on uh, that Friday... sounds like a Channel Five nine o'clock show. That does. <laughs> Quinton Wilson. Yeah. On Friday night, I decided because it's my wife, so we were watching a program on the Royal Ballet. Oh, my yeah. wife loves the ballet, and oh, it's yeah. her birthday coming up. So I said, well, "You know, should I get you tickets for the? I like the ballet too. So should I get tickets for Covent Garden? You know, it'd be fantastic." What's on? Uh, is it man on? <laughs> man on. That'd be Foot, perfect. The football it, it's ballet. the football ballet, man on. Yeah. So anyway, after a lot of fiddling about, I, for some reason, I'm not Mr. Culture. I decided to, uh, I thought I'd book tickets for La Boheme. Uh, and Which is not a ballet, is it? No, it's an opera. <laughs> I hate opera. <laughs> I really hate opera. Buy any spares. <laughs> so you. what? Why did, you, and, why did you buy tickets for? Because uh, I didn't realise. Because because their website, as I said to them the next day when I was trying to get my money back, maybe said, it's Love OM the sing-along musical, a bit like Mamma Mia. <laughs> where they do those I said ones. your website's very confusing. I said you've got all the events together. I said not you if know. you know anything about ballet <laughs> slash opera. They probably work on the. Let me tell you that. These tickets were eye-wateringly expensive. Yeah. Like, you know, almost as much as the Brentford season ticket. <laughs> that's how much they were. <laughs> so you've got to spend... It's like, because it's, there it's, is, when you go see, I like website, the opera, and it's, it's, that's oh, not well, a bad... It's like one, I think it was like, like one tickets were like 150 quid restricted view. You went, what? That's no good. Another tickets behind, were like about 180... They've got an old Archibald Leach down there. That's why, because you're behind <laughs> the pillar, aren't you? About 180 quid each, these tickets. And they said, but people be warned that people will be standing directly behind you. So I thought, oh, I don't want 180 quid. I don't want people standing directly behind me. Yeah. Sneezing on Worrying. <laughs> Worrying. Shouting like that bloke at Brentford, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, having so, gone through the whole thing, decided to go for the, actually go for it, the most expensive tickets. And you bought them for Lab OM. And then to discover, I said to her, I think I think I've bought tickets for the opera. So she started laughing because she knows I hate the opera. Yeah. And then I went on the website and it says no refunds. So I was going, oh, no. But in the end, they were very nice. Oh, have you been... Is it already happening? No, no, no. The good, I phoned them up. The good, oh, the good people at the Royal Opera House okay. took pity on me. So they're better than the they're better than Chelsea ticket office, are they? <laughs> I wouldn't like to say that. So, so what did they do? They took the tickets back. Yeah, they gave me a refund. 
which uh, is good. And have you now bought ballet tickets? Well, I haven't because I, <laughs> I invested in the Brentford season tickets. <laughs> I decided to spend the money on that instead. Just to very much enjoy Brentford against. Well, so you're is that so instead of a night? So basically, she's gone for all the rigmarole and all the trauma of you effing and jeffing round the house, and the massive amount of phone calls to the Royal Opera House, and now she's got to go and watch Brentford versus Fulham. I'm Jim White, and this is TalkSport Daily. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Time now to head over to Drive Time where they had an OB. And if you're not in the media world, that stands for Outside Broadcast. And yeah, they were doing that from the Emirates ahead of the game, which saw Arsenal take on Leeds. Yeah, but their show starts at four, and that game didn't kick off till 8pm. Yep, I know, I still don't know why they were there. Anyway, this is Adrian and Darren Bent, or Benty, discussing who could be a good backup for Harry Kane. I mentioned uh, Danny Ings uh, on Friday's show, uh, and I think it is the perfect fit given Spurs' situation because he'll get games straight away. Harry's out until the end of February, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, end of February at the earliest, he'll be back, we understand. And who knows what happens after that? Does he come back and stay fit straight away? Does he play every single game like he did last year and then get injured again? I think that they've got to be very careful in how they deal with yet another injury from uh, for Harry Kane. Mm. So 
Ings plays games up until Harry's back fit. And then you, they should still be in the Champions League, possibly. They're trying to get into the top four. They may even still be in the FA Cup. You're not telling me, Darren, that there won't be games for Danny Ings to play. They, they, of course they'll use him. And it is the key. Danny Ings, I'm not, I don't want to upset... I've already had a text from a Southampton fan saying, stop talking about Danny Ings leaving. <laughs> I, I understand that. But the player would want to go to play Champions League football. He'd want to go to give himself the best opportunity to get in the England squad for the Euros as well. Of course, yeah. And people were, when I said about Danny Ings getting potentially an England call-up, people kind of laughed it off. And I don't see how you can do that. Because no. he's at Southampton, a team that are struggling in the Premier League. And he's, he's single-handedly keeping them afloat with his goals. I mean, 13 Premier League goals already is insane. But you're right. I mean, if Spurs were to go and get Danny Ings and say he scores, I don't know, five, six goals before Harry Kane gets back. I don't think automatically Harry Kane walks back into the team because if you've got, you're getting the best out of someone, you're winning games now, you've got someone who can stick the ball in the back of the net. Why? I know Harry Kane's important and one of the world's best, but you'd have to be patient. How can you change the whole dynamics of a team that are doing really well, winning games, pushing up the league, to accommodate someone who, yeah, we've seen before the injury is a world-class striker, but still maybe not 100%. So I think for me, I mean, that's a perfect fit. If, if Daniel Levy was to serious and go and get Danny Ings, I think that'd be a great, great signing. Back now to the cricket, and here's England batsman Dom Sibley on his century he made earlier on day four in the second test, live on TalkSport 2. And then we'll hear from Butch, Goffey and Harmy, who incidentally, this is uh, hot off the press, are in talks to do the new third edition of Three Men and a Baby. That'll be Butch, Goffey and Harmy. And the baby, of course, will be the moose. So look out for that in cinemas around about July time this year. Sweet oh. shot from Dom Sibley, yes. he's got his hundred. Sibley sweeps Maharaj for four behind square leg and in just his seventh innings for England, he's reached the hundred. I didn't sleep too well, I was probably up about 2am watching TV and watching the test match in Australia, so nah, 15 runs felt like a lot, especially when Stokesy was whacking it around and I was sort of nerdling it, so uh, nah, just glad that I got over the line. You've got to be true to yourself and... Uh, it's been frustrating the last couple of knocks I've got in and, and done the hard work and then not kicked on. So to do to get you know get a big score in this innings and obviously to get 100 as well is really pleasing and sort of yeah like you say sort of shows that I'm doing the right things and uh, hopefully continues to do that. Sometimes if you face fits you get selected quite early and I don't think a lot of players, not a lot of players, some players get a nod before they should, and I don't think they understand what it's about to perform at first-class level. And this is going up another level. Test cricket is an amazing, amazing game. Mm. It's a real battle between bat and ball. Yes, it's favoured the ballers over the last three or four years. We know that with some of the pitches they've played on. But I agree. If you're a bowler, you go out there, ball overs, get some overs under your belt, learn the game, learn the trade, get fivers, get fourfers. If you're a batsman, get hundreds. And you only have to say, Dom Sibley, everybody in England now will be over the moon for him because he's an advert for county cricket. He's had to work really hard. He's had to move counties. And he's gone and got hundreds on pitches that have done a bit in county cricket. And he deserved the selection. And everybody's been rooting for him back home who's involved in county cricket to show that there is some good players out there. So well done, the selectors, on picking Dom. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. So let's throw this forward to tomorrow. Um, some might be at home thinking, oh, well, England have blown it. They've not lived, left themselves enough time to, to bowl South Africa out. It's flat. There's nothing happening. Um, we've all been in situations like this either in first class or test match cricket uh, the feeling out on the field never is never a panic like that it's it's more well okay yeah it's pretty flat we've got the ball doing a little bit of reverse at the moment we've got a new batsman to bowl at potentially tomorrow morning um, and you get one and you can end up with three happening in a hurry that's what England will be feeling isn't it gents 
most, most definitely, Butch, 100%. They'll get to a point where, you know, a bit like Centurion, you think, oh, England's going to win this, and it just, it just doesn't happen. The history of the game tells you, this beautiful game, this game that we love, tells you that you don't chase over 4 8 You haven't been able to chase over 4 18. So I think England will, will always believe that at any given point tomorrow one will bring two two will bring three and then you know they'll, they'll clean the tail up there will be passages of play where South Africa will be on top but I think that, that what it tells you is you know have England pulled out too late no if England don't bowl South Africa out tomorrow and it does become a draw South Africa miracles happen in the win England haven't deserved to do it they haven't bowled well enough so if they put enough balls in the right area like they did today I thought England bowled very well today I just thought Milan left the ball beautifully Beautifully. If they do that, they'll win this tomorrow. Well, that's it for another podcast. You think, well done. I mean, if you're listening, put your right hand in the air, bend it at the elbow and pat yourself loudly on the back if you can't do that maybe you've got a tight coat on or you're like old and you've got problems with your arms or you're young and you've got problems with your arms my advice is go and get your arms checked out you should be able to easily do that anyway you've been listening to Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Podcast with me Andy Goldstein please click and subscribe we went over this yesterday no one does click but make sure you press that button where it says subscribe you can do it via Acast Apple Podcasts and Spotify and don't forget oh this is really important don't forget the second test match between England and South Africa. It's live and exclusive on TalkSport 2 right now if you're listening after 8am and or before 5pm on Tuesday. If, of course, you're listening after 5 or before 8, pay no attention to what I've just said. I'm going mad. And a quick reminder, after that Carabao Cup first leg semi-final between Manchester United and Man City, I'll be taking calls from 10pm on the Sports Bar. Thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.